Hey ladies, are you longing for a refreshing? Do you feel drained and lost in your role as a woman, wife, and mother? This is the Dream on Moms podcast, and we're here to help you thrive and raise the next generation of world changers. We're here to encourage you that the Lord has more for you, and he wants you to be victorious as a mother. Remember, you're not alone on an island as a mother. Surround yourself with mentors and those in your beautiful stage of motherhood. Breathe and listen to Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dream One Mom podcast. My name's Ashley. I'm sitting here with Hannah from Dream One as well. We just love to pop on here and just chat with you ladies and just kind of go through some real life things, right? Mm-hmm. Those everything day, everyday things that we deal with that can just hinder our to-do list in the day, <laughs> hinder our attitude, our emotions, and just ultimately who we are supposed to be in Christ, right? And who we are as moms. Absolutely. So the enemy we know is out to destroy us. An area he often tries to do that in is with discouragement and disappointment. And so we're going to chat about that today. We're going to talk about why does discouragement come? (laughs) How do we deal with the feeling of discouragement and disappointment? Right. You know? So the first thing that I think of, Hannah, is that... We need to understand and have an expectation that those things are going to happen mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. right? We are not yet in heaven. Right. We are not in our final destination, our final home, our final resting place. And the Bible says that in this world, you will have many troubles. Right. But Jesus said, take heart because I have overcome the world. Sometimes, though, I still forget that. Right. And I can become very blindsided mm-hmm. when the discouragement does come right when trouble does come knocking on at my right. door and suddenly I'm very just disappointed right in life and people in a situation right and the discouragement kind of becomes my song right and so I think the first thing we need to understand is that we don't live in the mountaintops. Right. We visit them. Right. And we're grateful when they come. Mm-hmm. But we live in the day-to-day. Mm-hmm. We live in the dishes. Mm-hmm. The laundry. Right. The kids. Right? Right. Dealing I, with marital things. Yes. You know that saying mm-hmm. where they say you're either coming up on a situation to go through, you're in the middle of a situation, or you've so just true. come out of a situation but like that circle continues, and like mm-hmm. Ashley said, it's because we're humans. Absolutely. We're not in heaven, and wherever there's more than one human in the same space, discouragement or disappointment is very easily mm-hmm. um, able it to surface. Absolutely. Yes. So, what are some things that open the door to disappointments? That's a great question. I think, and I'm going to just use my scripture here in First Peter three ten. Um, I, it says, if you want to live life, enjoy it, and see many happy days. Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. So just take the back end of the verse first. I think that what we say can bring in a lot of discouragement or disappointment. So our tongue speaking. And it says to keep your lips from telling lies. And, you know, I don't think most of us go around trying to tell lies on purpose. But we can misconstrue parts of our life and we can say things about our life and other people that aren't in the scripture so when we are speaking those things out we are really building an atmosphere of disappointment Mm -hmm. because they're not going to meet the expectation and like ashley and i we were just discussing that nobody but god is god absolutely and so when someone else doesn't come to that uh marker point that i expected them to that baseline 
I am just automatically disappointed. And if you stay there long enough, you will become discouraged. Absolutely. I think we all, you know, we all have our own personalities, our own strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses, and often our experiences in life kind of dictate kind of our emotional triggers. For the future. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So I know for me personally, if I look at my life now past, you know, even in future situations where I might become discouraged or disappointed. For me, personally, it happens when I put more faith in other people than I do in God. Mm-hmm. When I expect a person to be in my life what only God can be. Right. Obviously, they're not going to measure up. Right. Right? I'm suddenly disappointed. Right. I'm discouraged. Because not only did... Maybe what I wanted to happen, not happen. So whether that's a situation, mm-hmm. maybe I thought a situation in my life was going to play out a certain way, um, and it didn't. Right. Well, maybe I'm looking to man to give me opportunities that only God can. Right. Or I feel very discouraged and just unappreciated and just invaluable. What well, am I looking for? Man to esteem me. Mm-hmm. And give me that affirmation mm-hmm. that really I only need from the Lord. Right. So for me personally, I become very easily discouraged when I kind of lose sight of who God is in my life and mm-hmm. what role others play in my life. And I think this can become really apparent in different seasons of motherhood. Mm-hmm. So if you're a mother, especially probably let's just start with the younger years of, of, of childhood, you can get discouraged really quickly and feel, feel very unvaluable really fast because you don't see any tangible rewards right away Mm -hmm. um and then i think too maybe you can go through phases in your marriage where you're not able to give enough time to the marriage or or one person isn't doing that and you can feel a lot of discouragement or just life has happened and there's some rough stuff there's some rough stuff in in your family you know at work in your church and some of those things you can't necessarily control if it's not just you. You know, like you, Ashley can control Ashley. Hannah can control Hannah. But when it goes beyond that, sometimes you can't control the discouragement. And I think you have to really ask the Lord, like, what is this? Is this something yeah. I can change? Or is this this a part of, of the life right now I'm in? We can't always control it coming, but we can control what we do with it. Yeah, how we sure. receive it, react Absolutely. to it. Yeah, I think sometimes in life I have become discouraged in just the mundane as well yeah you know yes so you know when I kind of look at my life I'm in my early 30s right now and it seemed like my life was always going for the next thing right <laughs> so you know it was like graduating high school then it was college then it was getting married and then we had our first child right away we right. bought our first house and flipped our first house right away then we had our second child then we bought our second house and we bought our third house <laughs> and it was just always something to look forward to yes yes and then we kind of hit this point yeah. where yeah we were just kind of being adults yes we were just not much fun <laughs> yeah there wasn't necessarily some big thing right that's so, so true and I think I actually even said that to my husband a couple times is we don't have any milestones right. left you know he's like what are you talking about we have right. so many milestones left <laughs> but I think sometimes we can maybe misjudge mm-hmm. the season of life that we're in or have false expectations for that season right and I think looking at um what is your love of life like right now? Like, do you love your life? You may not love all aspects, but 
in general, would you say, I love the life I'm in. I love being a mom, being in my workplace, whatever that may be. But if it's low, that can be really damaging and really discouraging mm-hmm. because it's probably a major area of your life. Like we kind of, I, I feel like as Christians, we kind of compartmentalize our life into three or four sections. You know, ministry, church, work, family. Um, maybe if you have a, another aspect of your life, your passions, your hobbies, whatever. But if one of those areas is low and it's just not working out right now, that really does affect everything. And so gauging that, Absolutely. you know, ask your spouse, ask a good friend, do I, do I um, relay that I love my life? Mm-hmm. My complaining? Like, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And then go to the Lord with that and ask him, how can you change your words? Because we know that changing your words will affect uh, your environment. That's good. That's so good. You know, I think another way discouragement comes is sometimes we might be discouraged in one thing and if we're not careful <laughs> it snowballs and discouragement can yeah. create more discouragement everywhere so yes. i don't know about you yes probably not hannah as much but i know me i like to wallow <laughs> i she says that i you know i've only seen her do it once maybe i don't oh, even I know <laughs> i'm teasing i do i do i like to wallow and I, maybe like is the wrong word my tendency is to react to my emotions yeah. that's how i should say mm-hmm. it. my tendency is to re- react so if i'm feeling discouraged i'm really not my go-getter right really isn't go-getting go-getting <laughs> You know what? I just want to sit here and feel discouraged. Right. I want to think about all the things in my life right. that are wrong. Right. I want to eat some ice cream while I'm doing it. Right. And just leave me alone. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And so if we're not careful, though, we're going to create more discouragement by doing that. And so something you can do to kind of self-check your, yes. yourself is, are you feeling kind of fruitless? Right. That's a really good way to say that. You know? Because right. sometimes we can just stop. We can stop trying. We can stop pursuing the Lord. We can stop um, using our faith. We can stop running after him. Right. Because we're just so hurt and we're just so discouraged. Why even try? Right. Why even go after that? Right. And then what we do is we create a fruitless life and a fruitless lifestyle. Right. And when we do that, you kind of look at that, you know, if you just kind of imagine a tree before you Mm -hmm. it's a very naked very bare tree that's not bearing any fruit and that is very discouraging right very disheartening and so we have to be careful that when we notice i'm feeling very discouraged and very disappointed and very hurt in this area of my life from this thing or you know whether it's a seasonal disappointment or a person or a situation that happened whatever it is i have to be very careful that it does not create more disappointment right. in my life. And I think it's so good what Ashley's saying. So she is giving pointers into herself introspectively about how she reacts. And so as her friend, you know, you need a friend that you can share these with if you don't feel like it's a safe mm-hmm. place to do it with your spouse or that mm-hmm. they're going to reciprocate. Like share those things. And so I can kind of watch Ashley as her friend and I can say, up, oh, up, oh, I see I see that she doesn't want to get together or she's not really responding with very many words in her text. Like I know that something's going on right away Mm -hmm. and that she needs one prayer 
Two, an honest, hey, you want to tell me what's going on? Can you share? And then three, the question, two, that I put to her is, what do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. And then she, she chooses. But sometimes you have to really push a friend maybe or sure. a spouse. You might have to say, hey, you haven't gotten out of bed in three days. This is not you. Like, we're going to do some things. Or, hey, I know it's rough right now. I'm going to give you a day where you're going to go away. Whatever it may be. But it's good to give those clues about yourself. Because if you just, it only takes a few minutes to know what you're, how you will react to certain mm-hmm. situations. And share those with somebody. Because they, through the Holy Spirit, can really keep you on track. And keep Absolutely. you safe. Absolutely. You know, we want to be safe to try to steer clear of discouragement. Yeah. And Hannah brings up a good point and that's you know don't just hide and right. lock yourself away in that negative oppressing right. emotion that you're feeling right you know um find someone that you trust in yeah. your life and you know when hannah was just talking just now i was thinking you know in my life i think who i would consider a safe person go to mm. during that time i think depends on what my discouragement is right and so it's also right. okay and to know that you know different people in your life yes. different friends might understand different things better right. they have empathy absolutely yeah and so identify who's someone that i could go to right who a is going to understand and isn't just going to kind of look at you that deer in the headlight look like <laughs> i don't know what to say right, right now and then you're right. like well yep should have just kept it to myself because now i'm just embarrassed yes so yes you know try to really really think who would be a safe person to go to who right. would understand pray about it who does the lord lay on your heart bring it to the lord as well yeah. I notice that. Yes. I, I think I do this sometimes <laughs> because, you know, God is just, he's the omnipotent, right. all-knowing, you know, om, omnipresent. God. Yes. He just knows. And yes, he knows, but there's a difference between him knowing and me bringing yeah. it to him. Right. Right? Right. And so sometimes I just think, oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. But did I really? Right. <laughs> I thought it in my head. I think that all the time. I'm like, yeah. well, I think I prayed about that subject. And then I realized, no, I just thought about it a lot. Yes. But I didn't really lay it down before the Lord at the altar. That's right. So I have some scriptures for you Mm -hmm. guys to just reference. If you have a pen, you can go ahead and jot these down. And I would just encourage you, if you are in a place of disappointment and discouragement in your life, meditate on these. Yes. In Joshua 1.9, it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And actually, you know, in the Bible, when this verse was spoken, the Lord based this command upon his previous promise to Joshua, (laughs) if you read in Joshua 6, that says, I was with Moses, so I will be with you as well. I will never leave you or forsake you. What can you take away from that? God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so remember the Lord, bring back to remembrance, call back to your memory the things that the Lord has done for you before. Yes. Yeah, keep and that history in front of you. Absolutely, no, you know what? I'm not going to rest here. Right. I'm not going to rest in this place. I'm not going to settle for this place. I'm going to let the Lord build me up. In Psalm 34, 17, it says, When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. Mm-hmm. I personally quote that one a lot in my life. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted yes. and saves the Christian spirit. Mm-hmm. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him 
out of them all. Not yes. some of them, not the ones he feels like out of them all. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things, not some things, all things work together yes. for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 says that we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Right. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Right. And those are just some scriptures. But there's so much in God's word that just speaks to moments like this. I think of the psalmist David. Mm-hmm. You can just read Psalms and you can just see, I relate to right. David. Right. <laughs> right. I get the discouragement. I get the anxiety. I get mm-hmm. the depression, the disappointment in life and situations and people and even God. Right. Right. But you know what? Out of every Psalm, there's hope. Always. Yeah. And I would encourage you to go there. He always brings it back. I love that she used the scripture in Romans about um, we know that all things work together for those who love the Lord. And it reminded me of a story in my life, a season of real discouragement. And it was a season that um, lasted for a long time. And I really felt extreme disappointment because I wasn't getting an answer on what to do in the situation. And it was a really major section of my life. And I noticed that, you know, sometimes I would feel like, okay, I've overcome it. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know the direction to go. But then it would come back again. And so I realized that the answer inside of me, it really hasn't been achieved yet. And so the situation hasn't been remedied. And so when I look at the situation, I think, you know, is this something that's me? Is this something in my heart? Is it something in my my personality that's changeable? Or is this something that the people in the situation are going through and I cannot alter? I could choose to take myself out of the situation, but when I've gone to the Lord, I do not hear the Lord telling me to move. I'm to stay in that situation. And it's difficult because you don't want that answer. You just want a yes or really you just want a, a yes, no you know, call down fire, whatever it may be, just change it, God. And I really had to just think about it. Okay, you know, if it's not changeable right now and I need to to stay in this situation, what do I do? So I talked to a friend. I talked to my spouse, people I trust. You know, like Ashley said earlier, you might have 10 good friends, but only two of them could relate to that specific situation. So for me, that's, that's, that's the truth. I really only have one friend that I can discuss the situation with and that's okay like that's 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 okay and I found a scripture verse and I display it somewhere that's really predominant that I can see and I just set aside consistent time to ask the Lord to go to the Lord and make sure my heart is staying as clear as possible in the discouragement that I don't get offended with the Lord offended with maybe people in the situation and then I think well I've done all things to stand. The scripture says, then stand. And I need to stand with praise. And so I go to 2 Chronicles 20, 21. And after consulting the people, the king, which was an Israelite king, he appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor or in the beauty of his holiness. And this is what they said. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And it says, then it goes on to say, at the very moment that they begin to sing, that the armies that were waiting to beat them turned on each other. And once the army actually got to the vantage point to see the battleground, 
There was nobody left to fight. And I wonder, why did the Lord send out the singers first? I think it's really interesting because it reminded the Israelites that the Lord was either going to win the battle for them or not. And so they were saying just one thing. His love endures forever. Let's thank him for that. And they had all the history from their past generations to know what had happened. And I just, I love that scripture. And so in my situation, when I'm feeling discouraged, and and maybe it's a situation you've had for years, like I have, I give thanks to the Lord, knowing that he has a plan, like Ashley said, that there's something good that's going to happen because I love him and because I'm choosing to obey him for what I believe I'm hearing from him, which can be funky because my friend Ashley could say, Hannah, the answer is on the wall, (laughs) do this. And I'll say, but ah, and so you have to be willing to stand with what you think the Lord's told you. Like you you can't go another way. You have to stick with that. Yeah. So I just wanted to remind everyone listening and myself that if I choose to sit in discouragement, like Ashley said, I have no fruit. No fruit of the spirit. (laughs) No fruit to want to woo somebody to Jesus. Like why would anybody want to serve the Lord if they see me sitting and, and wallowing in my disappointment and discouragement? And that lets the devil win, which is not what we want. And then lastly, I recall the seasons I've been discouraged in the past. And man, the Lord has brought me out of some great doozies. And it reminds myself, like Ashley said, keep your history of what the Lord has done in front of you. Ashley, you have anything else you want to impart tonight? I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it all. We've covered a lot of different areas of why discouragement can can come. We've shared some of our personal experience and we just hope that you ladies can just relate to this and that if you are in that moment that this just touched your heart and just sparked something within you to just rise up out of that pit yes choose not to settle and stay where you are and truly seek the lord on how can mm-hmm. i overcome this yes and know that he does want more for you yes so let's go ahead and pray Pray us out of this. So thank you, dear Lord, for just all who are listening to this. We just thank you for meeting each and every person mm-hmm. where they are, Lord. We pray over their heart. We thank you that you, you help us to guard our hearts, Father God, to keep our hearts free and clear from just the troubles of the world and the disappointments and the offense and the hurt, Lord, that and the pain and the confusion that comes, God. But we know that these things do come, Lord, and that you are faithful, God, mm-hmm. and you are just to help yes. us walk out each and every one yes. of these situations out and you are faithful to heal our hearts yes. to answer our questions lord we think that all we have to do is ask all we have yes. to do is come to you and you are ready and willing to intervene on our behalf god and so we just give all this discouragement all these disappointments and these questions over to yes. you right now lord we place them yeah, in your hands yeah. and we thank you father god for just working mm-hmm. on our behalf in your name yes. we pray Amen. Amen. Have a good night, ladies. Thank you.